Yeah. The next to do it in my city, they know it. High level conversations with politicians and lawyers. What's going on, good people? My name is Jory Miller. This is Cass and Pearls. This is episode one of eight in a series called Against All Odds. Super excited to be before you. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet, man. Uh, before I get into you know the topic of discussion, I wanna brush over the series, right? So uh, Against All Odds. So why am I having my first series in of the pot with of the podcast be entitled Against All Odds? Uh, quite honestly, it's because I mean. I mean, that's what it feels like right in life for me right so what you can expect for like in this podcast is you know just complete transparency right along my journey and along the journey of those that i'm gonna have on this platform and right now in my journey where i stand it feels like the odds are against me it feels like i'm defying gravity right well i mean i'm a 29 year old man that's you no know, in a career i'm like what three four years removed from college and things like that so i'm starting my life right and when you're starting and you're embarking on something i think that's where you have a lot of trial and tribulation right that is new to you and you don't know how to handle everything that's being thrown at you right and it seems like no this is just is impossible to get to the other side of the mountain and it seems like you're against all odds i know that it's been done before so uh this is not it's nothing new under the sun and that all is going to be well but i definitely want to document the process for those who again that are along the journey with me to encourage you guys to keep going and uh also those who are going to be coming behind me uh, along the same journey in life trying to be purposeful trying to do it right trying to do it in a way that honors god that brings honor to my family and so on so again that is against all odds and uh, now we're going to dive into the first episode which we'll be talking about how to not be again how to not be loyal to comfort, all right? So, loyal to comfort. So, man, I was I was scrolling, right, on social media, and I there was a gentleman, I wish I can give him the proper credit, but I don't recollect, you know, who I heard it from, but someone mentioned being, like, liking comfort or what have you, and that really, you know, stuck with me because I know a lot of people, even myself, have sometimes been loyal to comfort in moments where, although we say that we don't like something, right, we don't like where we are, and sometimes we get complacent where we are, so we become loyal to it, and we want change, but yet we don't do the things that we need to do in order to make change, and we get comfortable where we are, even though where we are is not really the most comfortable place, it's not the most gratifying place it's not something that we have like thought that we'll ever be like I never thought my life would be like this you know like I think I was looking on social media today and I saw somebody post that was like man I, I can't wait to start living right and I, I thought that was weird and but I read on in their comment and it's like all I've been doing is just surviving right so in our comfort place we sometimes you know, we just we in survival mode but yet we don't do the things that we need to do that will get us in a better place right we're okay we're alive all is well we have a lot to be grateful for however we want better we want to progress so how do you do that when you've been where you are for so long and a lot of people around you they're in the same situation and it seems like you would be the first person to get out the boat and do the impossible and uh, walk on water right yeah so we're gonna talk about that man getting out the comfort place and talking about just what it's like being loyal to comfort all right cool got my little notes here y'all gotta admit the boy is fresh today i ain't gonna lie 
So yeah, you can expect me to be pretty dapper each episode as well. I'm going to encourage those who I'm going to have on the platform to you know, bring their Sunday's best as well because I'm going to definitely bring mine. All right. So that's that. All right, man. So how do you know that you're loyal to comfort? All right. So you know that you are loyal to comfort when you want to get out of a situation, you want to improve your situation, but you refuse to do what it takes. So I can reflect back on, I think it was 2020 and 2021. 2020 was definitely a super tough year for me. One of my best years in business, but one of my worst years personally, right? I mean, there was COVID. I moved to a new city in the middle of the desert called El Paso, Texas from where I had been for like six or seven years. I might like my marriage at the time was going through like pure hell. Uh, just bro, just terrible. You know, I made the most money I probably ever made in the year 2020, but everything else was just falling apart. And then 2021, I tried to like, you know, shake back and recover, but 2021 was also a rough year. And I remember still telling myself, okay, George, where you're going to do this business thing still. You know, people ask me like, you know, what am I, am I planning on doing 20 years in the military? And I would always say, no, you know, um, the military is not for me. It's just a stepping stone and uh, I'm going to transition out and I'm going to be a full-time entrepreneur. Now, mind you, during this time for like about two years, I wasn't clocking out of the military and clocking into my business. I wasn't doing that on a consistent basis. I would make efforts, but it would just, but not enough that would allow me to actually be able to have a business to get out of the military and focus on. Yeah, I just was saying, hey, I'm a, I'm a real estate investor. I was just saying I'm this, I'm that, but I really wasn't practicing business, right? So to make my point here, again, being loyal to comfort, I'm getting paid on the first and 15. I'm making a decent amount of money. My family is good. I'm able to take care of my business and so on. So I'm comfortable, right? Like I don't need to go and work super duper hard and do the absolute most because again, I'm good. I have food on my table. My lights are on. My bills are paid. I have transportation, clothes on my back. My son's good. He's flourishing. He's fine. So again, I, at this time, I didn't, I'm saying one thing, Again, I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to be great, I want to be financially free, but I wasn't putting in the work. So I was loyal to comfort unconsciously. Consciously, I was saying, again, this, this, and this. And we say a lot of things, but we don't back those things up with uh, our actions. So I had to check myself, man. I said, Jory, bro, you need to just like stop playing games. You just need to be honest like with yourself. Like if you're going to do this entrepreneurial thing, you need to actually do it. Stop playing. Like who are you fooling? You're not fool you. You may be able to fool people, but you can't fool yourself. Like you know that you don't, you don't even have a business or, or like a product or service to offer somebody if they wanted to you know, partake in your business, if they wanted to help you out. Yes, I was doing some things, but I feel like I wasn't. I wasn't actually uh, doing what I needed to do in order to be who I said I was at that time. You know, a lot of us, we want something, we aspire to have something, we desire something, but we don't go and actually do the work that's needed to acquire that, right? We're sick and tired of being sick and tired. We, I think this is not, a, again, like I'm not trying to beat up anybody, I promise you. I am talking to myself, right? Again, and I am literally just trying to, uh, again, cast these pearls, letting you know what my mindset and life was at the time versus what it is right now. And hopefully I'm just gonna inspire you, encourage you to, uh, to do better than what you did yesterday. And if you are already doing better than what you've been doing, to keep on doing that. All right. Again, we cast some pearls. So that's that. How you know. That's exactly how you know that you're loyal to comfort when you won't do the things that you need to do to have a better tomorrow. Uh, in order to have a better tomorrow, you have to get uncomfortable. All right. Today, straight like that. It doesn't come no other way. You can't fool nobody. You have to make change to make change. And that's just the way it is. So that's that. All right. Now, when you sick and tired, 
you'll change. Otherwise, you're not ready. All right, so a lot of us, a lot of people, you know, again, you're comfortable. You're not really sick and tired. Like, you don't really want it. And if you want something, like, you'll do something about it, right? Um, I think it was Eric Thomas that said in a podcast or on stage or something like that, um, in a speaking engagement that made he like he he blew up after this. He said that you know when you want to succeed as much as you want to breathe, then you will be successful. And I think that that is the epitome of what I'm trying to express here. When you want to succeed as much as you want to breathe, uh, I think in his example. He was uh, he was talking about somebody, basically a mentor trying to help out somebody. He told him, like, hey, come to the beach and come out here in the water or in the pool or what have you. And let me show you how to like what success looks like. And like he got put underwater or he told him to go underwater or whatever. And the guy was like he wanted to breathe, but he couldn't get up and he was being held down. And he was fighting the guy and trying to get up. Right. And to, to get above surface so he can breathe. Right. And then I think when he finally was let up. Please forgive me if I'm chopping this story up, but this is how he said it in my mind, Mr. Mr. Uh, Dr. Eric Thomas. And he said, hey, God, the mentee told the mentor, is like, what's up? Why did you do that? Da, 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 da. Like, how are you teaching me how to be successful? He was like, well, no, son, if you want to uh, no, be successful as bad as you were fighting for, for breath and trying to get up from up under the water in the same way you have to fight for success. And if it's anything less than that, then it won't happen for you. I kind of digress a little bit, but that's that. Otherwise, you just need to like, you know, stop talking about it. Like, stop talking about it. I told myself, Jory, like, bro, like, stop talking about it. Like, stop saying that you this, stop saying you that. You know, hey, you need to just go ahead and wrap it up, close up shop, and commit to this 20 years in the military, which is not, which is a, a good thing. You know, it's, it's not a bad life. But for me, up until that point, I was not willing to go ahead and give up my entrepreneurial dreams because I knew that I didn't want this to happen. This is so important. Oh my God, this is so important. All right. There's something about life that makes people shrink their dreams into like make them smaller, right? Like for example, I tell my son that he can be whatever he wants to be. And I did not give up at the time because I wanted my son to be able to come to me whenever he experienced hard times in the pursuit of what he's trying to do with his life, right? And what he feel God has called him to do, right? In his life, you no, know, uh, putting to use his talents uh, and things like that. And I knew that if I gave up on what I wanted to do with my life, I mean, which is simply like being, you know, one of my many talents is sharing, teaching, speaking, and so on, right? I knew that if I gave up and I didn't do things like what I'm doing right now before you, then I would disqualify myself from, I felt this way, I would disqualify myself from ever being able to assist my son in any future endeavor that he had, right? Or in pursuing his dreams because I gave up on mine. I wasn't ready to disqualify myself. Like I wanted to be able to be the type of parent that could speak from experience. I want to be able to speak from experience. And I think ideally that we would all want to do that and not, you don't have to have a child. You don't have to be a parent. No, you can you know just you have neighbors, you have cousins, you have relatives, you have, you know, you share this you have people that you are a leader too that look at you as an example. And uh, you want to be able, and we all have dreams, we all want to do things with our life. And I would think that we all want to be one that can help somebody else. So I think the best way for us to help somebody else is for us to be our best self. And if you can be your best self, then you can encourage and tell somebody how to be their best self. I give them an idea of what that may look like. But if you quit, then again, you 
you disqualify yourself to be able to help them in that regard. And I didn't give up at this time, you know, in 2020, 2021, because I wasn't ready to shrink my dreams to meet a match or reflect, you know, like within my W2. No, that wasn't going to work for me. It wasn't going to work for me. I'm not, I'm not ready. And I don't think I'll ever be ready to just give up. Nah, that's just not what it is. In this life, I would like to do what is on my heart to do, whether that's travel, contribute, give, what have you, right? I want to be able to do that. If I can't contribute and express myself, then what's life? Again, that's for me. You have to choose for you what you want to do, like what like what makes life life for you. And you need to get to it, right? You need you need to get to it, man. Uh, again, and don't allow life to beat you down because it shall tempt to try to beat you down and make you give up what you want to do with your life. But don't allow it, man. Keep going keep pushing on. All right. So again, I say to you, uh, closing with that second point that whenever you're sick and tired, right, then you'll make change. Otherwise you're not ready. All right. Um, there's a, a little scripture that I really appreciate. It was, uh, I want to say in John where there's a man at the pool of Bethesda where he laid there for 38 years and you know, along come Jesus and tell him, no, uh, do you want to be well? Then get up simply put. And I love that scripture because a lot of people have found themselves in situations for you no, know, just extended periods of time, way longer than what they should have been where they are right in whatever ruts. It just goes back to my previous point that whenever you are ready, when you're sick and tired, you will make change the get up part again christ is no longer walking the earth but he one he told us in scripture he told his gentleman in scripture to get up and the fact that you know every day that you wake up and you have breath you have another opportunity you can make change right you can get up right you can make change that's simply put right like uh i don't know i don't know what your struggle is but if you have breath in your body that's your sign to get up that's your instruction to get up like you're still here get up pick up your mat right and like and carry on that's all permission you needed is to wake up this morning let's not linger in our bad times or you know in these things that were maybe meant to keep us down let's let's get up all right because uh we got purpose in our lungs i call air right i call air purpose Third thing, again, when you're trying to not be loyal to comfort, you're trying to change that, right? You need to be honest with yourself, all right? You need to look around and see, like, what is stopping you? Like, what is stopping you? And also, you need to acknowledge that you have a problem. So when you're looking around and you, for me, like, for example, I remember in 2020, again, I made the most money I probably ever made that year, you know, in my, in my, in my life, right? And then I lost, like, I lost, like, $30,000. Like, I got up and I lost, like, 30 racks that year and that took me under why because i had been working my butt off to be able to like make a play that will put me in that position to be able to have that amount of money so i can go on and be catapulted to make you no know, uh, to make you no know, more money so again i got all this money and I'm like, and I didn't do the right thing with it. I had just, it, it killed me. I was like, I think maybe depressed for some time because I can't believe that I like I fumbled the bag that, you know, I've been trying to get to this place and I finally got to this place where I have these, these funds to be able to do greater things with and I fumbled the bag. So like, I really wasn't ready to do greater things. I look back and now that was a lesson, but that was a tough lesson. So to my point, I had to look and see like what's stopping me, right? So again, not only did that happen, I think uh, I was being super complacent, like my finances or whatever. I wasn't making sure every dollar did what it was supposed to do. I always had the money to pay my bills, but then like I allow like again just not stewarding my finances properly, and like a couple things didn't get paid a couple months in a row, and like my credit score dropped from like 750, 760 
to like five something. Like it doesn't take much. I've always had good credit, so I never had to like worry about like trying to make a come up and trying to do certain things in real estate and what have you. Like I didn't have never had to had to do those things without having good credit. That happened. And it was, oh my God, whoa, it's me. Like, it was terrible. But then I had to look around, man, like, hey, people are doing this real estate thing, having bad credit and, and shaking back. So, you know, I can do it as well. But it was very tough for me to get past that. So now, like, I identified not having credit as a problem, right? And as a reason why I could not be progressive still and be successful still. Like, that was a thing. Like, I really allowed that to cripple me for some time. But uh, I got over that and I looked around and I looked for solutions. I looked for, I Googled how to recover from credit, like, you know, having like missed payments or whatever. And yeah, I, I got out of that slump and I got my, my credit back up. So you, like, look around. Like, if you may not, you may, yes, you messed up. But like, I say, I don't know, like, you got a, a felony on your record or you, you know, misdemeanor or whatever. Like, how can I go and take care of myself, get a job or make some money? And I got, I got, you know, this record. Like, people have done it before. It's been done before. So you can do it. You just have to, again, be diligent. And you have to not just sit back and accept the L. Oh, my God. Listen, there's a proper way to take a L. A L being a loss. If you understand that and you want to know that losses are going to come along the way, losses are a part of the journey, then you'll be better off. But there is a proper way to take an L and don't let nobody tell you that they don't take L's. People take secret L's all the time, but you may not know it. They roll with the punches and they just get up and they continue to uh, push forward. Hey, just keep that thing moving, man. And if you don't know what to do next, you know, look at somebody to your left or to your right and ask them, hey, what have you done in this situation? You know, if you're a felon or, you know, you got... No, no, several children and you don't have like you feel like you have any support or what have you like bro there are people who have more kids than you and they are no they've gotten it done are there people who have more felonies than you there are people who have you know their amputees and they have uh, and they've still been able to do it right so i'm again just trying to encourage you like don't just settle uh where you are and stay where you are because again you've had a setback so continue to uh, to move on. All right. And the, the one of the last things I'll say about being loyal to comfort, right, and wanting to change that is that, no, you have to understand and acknowledge the road ahead. You have to understand that one, it's going to be uncomfortable. Two, that when you're trying to no longer be loyal to comfort, it's going to feel like you're defying gravity. And the last thing I'll say about that, you have to understand that time is irrelevant. Like you need not to look at the clock. Don't look at how long you think it'll take you uh, in so on like you just you know just keep on going i think i came upon that phrase or that saying time is irrelevant for leaders and people that are are trying to do something are trying to accomplish something are you gonna have setbacks but you can't allow the the time the clock to like stress you out or make you feel like like you know like just make it harder for you you do what it takes Yes, I understand you got to maybe try to, you have a goal, you're trying to get to this place and this time, but guess what? Man, whatever it takes more time, right? Don't allow like time to steal your joy, right? For me, like for example, I had a goal to be financially free by 30. I'm 29. I'm not yet financially free, but I, I know what the process looks like and I have, man, I got, preferably I'm going to live a long time, but what I will not do is allow the fact that, okay, what if I am not financially free by, by 30? Most people aren't financially free until they're 65. I'm trying to do it in half the time. I want to retire early. So if I retire uh, and I'm like financially free by 35, bro, like that's, I know 
aim for the stars, but I landed on the moon. Like that's having like a 10x mindset. So me having the goal to uh, be financially free and retire by 30 is my 10x mindset. And I think what uh, what, what Grant Cardone gets at in his uh, book called The 10x Rule is that you have to understand that it's going to, you need to plan have a lofty, super lofty goal, understand that it's going to take 10 times the time, 10 times the resources, 10 times the amount of money, 10 times the effort to get there. And if you reach that, if you don't reach that 10x goal and you only get halfway, understand that like, like you really probably only wanted to get to the halfway mark because the halfway mark is probably still, oh my God, like a hundred times better than anything else done that has ever been done in your family. So have that 10x goal and understand that time is irrelevant event do what it takes stop looking at the clock you're gonna get there when you get there what you need to do is there's this, this book that i love right here right um it's a book by joshua metcalf and it's called chop wood and carry water right uh, i'm not gonna get into the book but i think it's a great book on what it's like to fall in love with the process the process is not gonna go nowhere you can't skip the process you can't skip the hard work so put your head down don't worry about what's going on to your left don't worry about what's going on to your right you stay focused at the goal and making sure that okay like you doing the process reps and sets reps and sets reps and sets you just continue to do it i think i heard i love this the other day where someone said you know people who are successful and do great things in this life they don't do it into or do a thing until they get it right they do it until they can't get it wrong that did something to me all right and it did something to me hit i'm like golly that's different and by the time you get to a point where you can't get it wrong Understand that like you you're the best. If you're in business, you no, know, and you and you can't get it wrong. You you have a superior service, superior product, and you're way farther ahead than where you started. We're gonna land this plane. Thank you for your time. You know, try to keep it under under 30 minutes, man. But let's not be loyal to comfort. Like we have to be uncomfortable to you know make things happen in this life. Don't be afraid to to shock your life. You know, if you find that things are just just stale, you have to be able to like shock your life, do something different to get something different. Don't trick yourself into thinking that it's gonna come any other way. You have to do something different and get around people who are doing something different. If you have, you know, but I love talking with people. I love helping people. Uh, you know, I deal in real estate. Uh, I'm in the military and so on. But I love talking with people about you know change and like trying to be their best self. All right, so I love to help you. Uh, if I can reach out, shoot me a DM. This is Cast and Pearls. My name is Jory Miller. Uh, this is episode one of eight in a series uh, entitled "Against All Odds." Y'all be great, and uh, y'all be blessed. Peace.